Hey everybody out there, it's Joey, your friend and host of Rock Strikes 10. Before we get to the episode, just indulge me here for a few seconds. I got a couple of programming notes. I will just go ahead and say our guests on the show this week are Darren Beck and John Teague. They are Pinkish Black, Fort Worth's finest band, and uh, actually I think in all of Dallas and Fort Worth. Great band. You should go check them out. You go to facebook.com slash pinkishblackband for more information. Tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. Buy a shirt and a vinyl, and uh, yeah, you won't be sorry. All right, it's a two-part episode here. going to start part one with Darren, then we move on to part two with John. They come on and do their Desert Island list. It's a lot of fun, and get ready for a massive amount of variety. Uh, that being said, a little programming note here on part one with Darren. For some reason, and this one's definitely on me, one of the talking bits that we did between songs is just lost. It's gone. I don't know where it went. We recorded it, but it's gone. I don't know why or how. However, there will be two songs played back-to-back somewhere in the middle of the show. There will still be information about the song you heard, so that's what's going on there. All right, enough of me yakking. Let's get into us yakking, myself, and the great Pinkish Black. Enjoy. Relax. You're quite safe. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Strikes 10! Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you especially everybody who does that. Alright, it's a very special edition here of Rock Strikes 10, part one of two. My first in-house guests as far as, you know, I've had my friends here on the show before, but uh, uh, so there's a, there's a billion bands out here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, which of course is where Rock Strikes 10 is from. You know, I probably could have hit up anybody to be on the show, but I really wanted my favorite band from DFW to be here on Rock Strikes 10. We're going to do part one of two. It's going to be an epic week here with the great Pinkish Black. On episode one here, I've got Darren from Pinkish Black. Say hello to the people out there, Darren. Hello. Right. <laughs> I like it. Simple. Um, all right. I'll ask you a couple of interview questions, and then we're going to get to uh, the fun, which is I've got both Darren and John from Pinkish Black here. They're going to do their desert island list for you. And you're going to get to know them a lot better here over these two episodes. So strap yourselves in. All right, since we're going to do your Desert Island list here, Darren, um, I'll ask you a couple of general knowledge questions, and then we'll get into it. Okay. What was the first concert you ever went to? Uh, the first concert I ever went to on my own accord that wasn't something that, like, Six Flags that oh. my parents took me to see, which was... Do that first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that was... Uh, that would From what I can remember, that was... Uh, Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin brothers, oh, and the Golden California. Uh, I believe the it was either the Statler brothers or uh, Alabama. Oh, you're talking One, about language. Yeah, I was so, raised on those bands, right? Yeah. And uh, or who did Elvira? That Oak Ridge was Boys. Oak Ridge Boys. Yeah, it may have been them too. I can't. It was two or it was like three or four bands. But well, I could I do a medley of all four of those bands right yeah. now for you. But I'll save you the, the but, grief there. Yeah, the my court, my, my family was very into the seventies, eighties, like country pop crossover stuff. Kenny Rogers was big influence in our yeah. house. So. Or our friend Randy Brown calls it cocaine country. Yeah, that that yeah. would that would work too. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> but no, the first concert I went to on my own accord was the Cramps wow. at Arcadia Theater. Uh, and that was for the Stay Sick album, which was right after uh, Bad Music for Bad People, which was the album I got turned on to him on. And uh, so that would have been, I was 12, that would have been 88, I guess. Nice. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I got my butt kicked by a bunch of skinhead girls in the pit because I was small. I was the only person in there smaller than them. <laughs> and I ended up throwing up on my friend's combat boots. And like, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty intense. That's great. Unless you're at twelve, I guess I didn't realize that they were doing all. Were they doing all ages, or did you sneak in? Uh, I think for that, sh- yeah, I think it was all ages. I guess. Nice. I mean, I'm sure. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I got in. Nice. And uh, 
Yeah, I've heard no. a lot of great stories about the Arcadia over the years. I never had the pleasure yeah, because there they was, were gone by the time I was, was really going on. There was a store next to it called Assassins that was really cool that had like, it was like sold stickers and t-shirts and posters and stuff. And Where are those stores now? Jesus. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> you can order it all online. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so much more fun that way. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. You don't discover anything any, any, yeah, any yeah. like walking around anymore. But, uh, <laughs> but no, so that was the first concert I went to on my own accord. So, yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, let's do a few more. First full out album you maybe even a couple of 45s if you were a 45 kid but uh, you know some of your initial stuff the first full album that i can specifically remember requesting to go and buy was sticks kilroy was here ah, nice. and um because i was really into the mr roboto video sure and i really liked the song don't let it end and ah, nice. uh so yeah i slightly uh, deeper like a single but still not like yeah, yeah. it was uh i was yeah, always that, a second or third single that, guy myself that so. was their their ballad you know basically yeah. for that album well yeah. there's a bunch of ballads on that album actually sure. but uh but they yeah be, they became that band, i yeah. still probably yeah i could i know every word to that record so yeah that's great man yeah, I always heard about that that infamous Cotton Bowl gig they had for that tour. Where yeah, they got actually, booed off the stage. Yeah, my friend Mark Parker told me about that. He said it was ridiculous, yeah. and he was there. And uh, yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I never got to go to a Texas Jam myself. Unfortunately. Yeah. So I know a lot of people that did, or at least they claimed that they. I said maybe they didn't go, but they thought they went because right. Like, you know, if you said you were there, <laughs> yeah. and you can remember you didn't go, right? Right. Like Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, that's okay. People drink on the air all the time. It's cool. Well, yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> me being a wrestling fan of this being an interview you know oh <laughs> yeah, there you go yeah i love that all right i'll ask you a more general question before we get to your desert island list uh you guys write your stuff together or uh, you know what's uh what do you would you say the percentage of the uh input of songwriting is oh it's all yeah it's all completely collaborative i mean every part of it even like uh yeah the usually last thing that we come up with is the lyrics and a lot of times he'll come up with the titles for the songs and I'll write the lyrics off of the titles or or okay. just, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's all collaborative. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to step on any toes here, so yeah. you know, I, I didn't know. Uh, but back to that, uh, maybe even either musically or lyrically or both or separate, is there a song out there that when you hear it, you're just like, I wish I wrote that. Like, you can almost not listen to it because it makes you that upset. Do you have songs there's, like that that you wish you wrote? Oh, yeah, man. There's a lot. Like, I sure, can think of, like, you know... Uh, what's the upper echelon? Like, that? there's, a, you know, a few I can think of is, like, Any Day Now by Burt Bacharach, which the original version by Chuck Jackson singing is, like, one of the most heart-wrenching songs I've ever heard. Or, like, Eye in the Sky by Alan oh, Parsons Project, you know? Yes. That song's incredible. I always stop down on that. Like, yeah. I, I own it on, like, eight different things, but if I'm listening to Sirius, and if I see it on the roll, I immediately go to it. Right. I mean, that song is perfect. But they're, like, All Out of Love by Air Supply. Like, <sighs> Dude. when I saw them play that live, that was one of the most intense, like, things i've ever seen live and does I'm, he still have that vocal live does yeah he pull yeah, that off? They, yeah it was incredible See? oh and their band was spot on and it was just like wow i can't believe how intense this is <laughs> yeah we, we we bonded before we hit record here earlier today because he told me i would say every time i see uh air supply on the Windstar listing for the casino i was like i kind of want to go to that and he's been to it so or he's at least seen air supply so yeah uh, you know, we've already bonded before we recorded here, but uh, but those are three stuff. I can think of off the top of my head. But like a song, uh, I guess probably uh, "I Who Have Nothing" by Tom Jones is oh, probably nice. the clincher. That song is just yeah, yeah. That song's insanely good. Yeah, I like uh, Benny King's version of that's really good too. Oh wow, yeah, I've never yeah, heard yeah, that. Check that one out. Anyway, okay, let's get to the list here. Okay, and we'll get to the music. So. Um, out of what you have, I know you guys aren't going to rank your list. I didn't want to put that on you. Right, um, yeah, no particular order. No particular order. Uh, in your opinion, what do you think a good uh, kickoff tune is here, and what's the album it represents? Oh, these are songs, huh? Yeah. I thought those were just albums. Oh, we're not going to play the full album. Okay, either. well, yeah, I'll give Sorry. you... Uh, I'll give you the album that it comes off of, and then I give you a song. And really, yeah, uh, yeah. there's going to be a couple of these where I'm not going to particularly know the name of a song, so you can just pick. I'll just pick something. Yeah. Okay. And uh, by the way, that's the host's fault. The host did not hit those guys <laughs> to it. But uh, well, it's whatever also you think the best song that represents. If it said, uh, it, it's if not, all, just leave me to it. So. It's also the guest's fault for not asking more questions. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you guys are actually busy. You're on the road. Yes. If you see Pinkus Black playing your town. Go see them. Yeah, we'll it's, be out there soon. Yeah, support their stuff. So, uh, let's see. I guess uh, 
the first, I'll start with uh, Scott Walker, and the album is Boy Child, and the song is uh, The Plague, and it's a totally different song for him. He's got a bunch of different songs, or styles of songs that he does, That, but this song rocks harder than anything else he does, and has really got like kind of a, a move to it and that, that none of his other stuff does, but uh, All right. yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear. I, I will tell you, man, Like I've always heard that name. Mm-hmm. I've even listened to podcasts that would talk about him for like an hour, Right. and I've still never listened to a whole album. I need to need to dive into that, don't well, I? Uh, yeah, and there's a documentary that came out a few yeah. years ago called uh, 30th Century Man that's really, uh, really good, and... Uh, it's it, on my it, Netflix queue, right? Yeah, it spans yeah, so. <laughs> his, as it spans his entire career, which has gone from the late '50s until now. So, yeah. I mean, he started out as like a teen heartthrob kind of guy, and now is basically like slapping meat for percussion, you know, and doing wow. things like that. That's so, a yeah. journey, man. That's, yeah, that, it is that's art. really. All right, so what's the name of the song again? The plague. All right, here is the plague by Scott Walker. Check it out, guys. La, 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 la. Scott Walker. What album was that off of? Uh, the one album I, I know it's off of is Boy Child. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to check that out, man, because honestly, I've never heard that before. So. I think you'll like it. He's got a very interesting, like, his entire career is very diverse, so it goes from there to all sorts of different places. See, look at that. I mean, some of my friends and coworkers, I'm, I'm the Rocklopedia guy at work, and I love a good challenge, and I know you guys are going to give me one today, so cool. I'm, I'm not going to be a poser and say I know it for 100 years. I'm, I love getting turned on to stuff, so this is what these kind of shows are all about. Cool. 
What we got next on here, Darren? Uh, let's see. I'll just uh, go with uh, the order I wrote them in because sure. that's no particular order either. Um, this is uh, Goblin, and uh, the album is The Roller, and I don't really know the names of the songs on there because I've just kind of listened to it as a whole. Okay. Uh, Snip Snap. Snip Snap is a really good one to start with, I guess, yeah. Okay. It's uh, almost like their version of porn music. Nice. Um, but the whole album as a whole is, is great. But yeah, Snip Snap's pretty fun. Yeah. One of the handful of times I've had the pleasure of seeing you guys live was at the historic Texas Theater opening up for Goblin. You guys got to tour with them. It's yeah. It was amazing. It was a lot of fun and uh, just getting to hear them every night and hear oh. songs that I had been hearing since uh, I first watched Dawn of the Dead when I was probably nine years old. I think that was you know. everybody. Everybody who's a fan of Goblin, that was probably... 99% of it, that was the gateway movie. It was down right, the day. right. I mean, it had to be. So. And then seeing them, you know, or hearing them in my 20s when I saw Suspiria the first time, it was just like, wow. Yeah. You know, then it was like, I realized, oh, they were an actual band, you know, because you don't realize that when you're nine years old, you know. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. Yeah, because I, I just got the CDs once I started working in record stores, like years later. Right. I picked up their stuff when I could find it. Yeah. And uh, the occasional import. and But man, yeah. And I used to work in good video stores, not like Blockbuster. I used to work in like, crazy shitty independent video stores when i was a teenager so i watched a lot of those italian films and right and so early on got indoctrinated into goblin so very cool full circle here on rock strikes 10 so i guess we're playing snip snap off yeah. of roller all right here you go check out some goblin kids Thank you. 
Alright. The Greatness of Goblin. Uh, with Snip Snap from the album Roller. That's not a soundtrack, is it? Is it one of their original uh, records? I mean, yeah. Not original. Everything, everything's original, but not, not a score. Yeah, that was just an album that they put out after, okay. uh, I, th- I think, after working with Dario Argento on, on Dawn of the Dead. Nice, nice. So, Alright. Well, we got to uh, list, man. Well, I'm next... seeing this blind. You know, I have no idea what's right, coming right. up here. So. Uh, the next on the list will uh, will be uh, Burt Bacharach, and you can really, ah. I guess it's uh, I, I, I'm you know I don't have a particular album, but the box set that that he put out just called I know the what Look you're talking of about Love. That white one, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a it's a three disc box set, and yeah. really, there's not a bad disc on it. Disc three, once it gets into some of the later, like that's what Friends Are For type stuff. You know, that's okay. not. My cup of tea, but uh, I understand that. But that song you mentioned earlier is that on the box? <laughs> that set? is, yeah. Why don't we play uh, that? That 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 was what I was gonna suggest. Yeah, that one is uh, is a really great great track on there. I right, go ahead and talk it up. What are we listening to? Uh, this is uh, Chuck Jackson's version of Any Day Now, which when I was a kid, my introduction to that song was via Ronnie Millsap. That's and, the same song, really? Yes, I know and, that song. And, Who yeah, doesn't know that everybody song? Everybody knows that yeah. song. But why didn't K Love play the? Chuck Jackson version when I was a kid it was like I had no idea how intense that song was until I heard Chuck Jackson's version on Soul 7:33 a.m. but uh yeah that's uh yeah Chuck Jackson All any right. day now You heard the man check it out Any day now I will hear you say Goodbye my love And you'll be on your way Then my wild Beautiful bird You will have flown Oh Any day now I'll be all alone oh, oh, oh. Any day now When your restless eyes Meet someone new Oh, my sad surprise Then the blue shadows will fall Chuck Jackson there with any day now. 
Do you know uh, our mutual? Uh, do we have a mutual friend in Logan? You know, Chris Logan, uh, buddies with Randy Brown, and yeah, we're also going to send that one out to him because that is probably in his desert island list as well. I know for a fact he owns that box set. Oh, that's cool. And talks it up all the time. We sold it a lot during Christmases together at the CD warehouse. So right there, you go. That one's for you, Logan. What you got next, Darren? Uh, next on the list that I wrote uh, is Daisy Chainsaw, and the album is Eleventeen, and the song is Hope All Your Dreams Come True. And uh, it's one of the heaviest bands I've ever heard, but their recording of the album is from the '90s, like early digital era. So the production on it is not. It's a little tinny. Yeah, maybe. yeah. It's really hard to listen to in a cavernous van. But uh, <laughs> when I was 15 and heard this album, it it like scared me. And they had one hit that was "Love Your Money." I don't know if you remember that song I, from the. I know the I know the name because record store. Once yeah, again, yeah. But still, I, I don't think I ever. Right. I don't know if I ever listened but, uh, to it. No, so. it was. Uh, they're really a, just a weird band. They have a really good pop sensibility, but they're very scary. And I heard about. A show they played at Mad Hatter's uh, back in the '90s that uh, people saw, and like the singer was cutting the guitar player with a razor blade, and and <laughs> just like ripped her hair off, and just she was wearing like a, a wig of dreadlocks and ripped her hair off, and she was completely bald underneath, and just wow. like wow, so it sounded frightening, you know. Wow. I like I like that about you know when bands can do that. Well, they sound like they're great live, and if they're half as good as their name, then I'm in. So. Yeah, and the music's really good too. So if you can be scary and good, <laughs> yeah, then that's that's, that's, that's a rare thing too. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Otherwise, you're just a hack. So. Yeah, well, I'd, yeah. It's like I would love to see like a Gigi Allen type performance with an orchestra behind it. Wow. But yeah, well, yeah. until until that day, all right? What well. song are we gonna listen to off that record? Uh, it's called "I Hope All Your Dreams Come True." All right, here you go, Daisy Chainsaw.
Summerhead by the Cocteau Twins. Darren from Pinkish Black, that was one of his picks. 
for his Desert Island list. And what album was that off of again? It's off of Four Calendar Cafe. All right. But I, yeah, all their entire catalog is is it's pretty divert. Like they started out a lot more stark and and uh, gothic sounding, but yeah, that that was closer closer to the end of their career. I think they had one more actual album after that. So, uh, but yeah, really good band. That's a good band. Yeah, everybody I know who likes that band has the whole catalog. They don't just have one album. I think right. Maybe there's a couple of people who just have Heaven or Las Vegas, but like. You know, cool band. Yeah, very yeah, cool. very so, much so. Four AD, right? Was it? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, see, yeah, I know a little something about him. All right, <laughs> no, no googling. He's sitting right here in front of me, guys. What do we got next, sir, Darren? Um, this one's a hard one because uh, I really don't know which song to choose off of this, but it's the Xanadu soundtrack. Ooh, and, I, I uh, can help you with that. Yeah, I, it's I, like <laughs> I, I love that soundtrack too, man. I yeah. just watched the movie the other week. Oh actually. man, I'm I, I saw it in the theater. Oh uh, man, nice. And it was like, I remember it being like, I think the first PG movie I'd ever saw in the theater with my mom in like the afternoon. And I was already a huge Grease fan when I saw that movie. And, uh, I was raised on these two soundtracks. Yeah. Right. Right. And, uh, uh, but yeah, I don't know if it would be magic or if it'd be the fall because, uh, the fall is a really good song off that album too. So, uh, okay. Let's, let's, let's workshop this a little bit here. Okay. So. (laughs) In the past on this show, we have played Magic by right, Olivia Newton-John. Right. And in the past on this show, we have played All Over the World yeah. by ELO, which, of course, great song. I was thinking Dancing, but The see, Fall might not be a bad choice. What do you think? Dancing or The Fall? See, we could be completely but, ridiculous. But see, uh, the, is Dancing the one with, uh, the, Wable. T- with the tubes? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, see, if we could only play the, the tubes part in the last latter half of that song, <laughs> you know, then that would be okay. <laughs> But okay, in, let's do the fall then. We'll do the fall in lieu of this list. I think we're gonna have to go with the fall. So. All right, so right, I, right. I do have the soundtrack in my collection, so I won't even have to download this one. So here you go. <laughs> this is the fall by the great iconic Jeff Lynne led Electric Light Orchestra from 1980. Taking the fall. 
Alright, yeah, I got so excited there because I was like, I actually have this, I know this, I could talk it up. That was The Fall by ELO, 1980, Xanadu soundtrack. Thank you, Darren. Yeah. This is this is another reason why uh, like I feel very justified in having you guys over here. That we can we can do the Cocteau Twins and ELO back to back. You're welcome over here anytime. We have more to come. What do you got next, Darren? Um, well, let's see. I first thought this was about albums. Now I'm kind of thinking a different song for this artist off a different album, so I'm just going to go with that. Okay. Uh, the artist is Captain Beefheart, and ah. the song is I'm Gonna Booglarize You off of the Spotlight Kid. Uh, initially, I was going to go for the album Shiny Beast Bat Chain Puller because I'm a, a fan more of his later work, but the song I'm gonna, I am too, actually. Yeah, yeah. it's more... Uh, trancy sounding his later stuff but the song I'm gonna booglerize you was kind of a peek into his later stuff so yeah okay so which one are we gonna do I think we're gonna do uh, I think we're gonna do I'm gonna booglerize you okay off of the album I believe it's on the spotlight kid okay I'll, I'll do a programming note if you're wrong about that that's but, good uh, yeah oh right. <laughs> uh, yes the artist formerly known as Don Van Belay. he's gonna entertain you right now check it out <laughs> Around. When you beat around the bush, 
All right, the late great Captain Beefheart there. I'm going to booglerize you. I like saying that, actually. It's fun. <laughs> Glad you picked that. No problem playing him here on the show. How many more we got here? It uh, looks like we've got at least three more, and okay. one I'm still kind of deciding on. Oh, okay. But that's okay. I can. Right. I think I can do it. You got time. I believe in you. <laughs> uh, this next one is going to be off uh, the uh, second Twin Peaks soundtrack, or actually, no, it's the first Twin Peaks soundtrack, I think. Uh, by some Angelo? Uh, yeah, yeah, because he's, uh, him and David Lynch were a huge influence on my teen years when I was learning to write music and thinking about what kind of music I wanted to play, you know, and I was always like, wow, if I could be in a band that sounds like Twin Peaks, that would be amazing. Nice. You know, I'm not saying that, that, that we're doing anything like that, but there's there's definitely an appreciation for that kind of aesthetic i think uh it's a good way to put it but uh yeah all right yeah this is uh from the it's uh the twin Peaks soundtrack and it's uh the pink room
All right, and I'm going to point to you, Darren, when I say this. I'm going to, for the line, that was The Pink Room by Angelo... Badalamente? Badalamente. Let's go with that. You said the second Twin Peaks soundtrack? That wasn't the Fire Walk With Me soundtrack. Was no. Was it the television uh, soundtrack? I, you know, Something I, like that? it's one of those. Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll find it. We'll find it. But that's and the they, one you should there's get. There's three actual soundtracks. There's uh, the first one that they put out, then there's the Fire Walk With Me soundtrack, then they just put out... A few years back, a secondary soundtrack for the for the series that was just okay. as good. Okay, so that's the one. That's the one you would recommend. Uh, yeah, yeah. I recommend one. all three of them. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, he's great. I mean, the mood that guy sets. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's that's what anybody should strive to be. Whether you're John Carpenter or yeah, or John yeah. Williams, you know exactly. <laughs> That's my hacky good, uh, score good, guy good reference. Good range. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My mom wanted me to be John Williams when I was, said I wanted to be a rock star when I was a kid. But, uh, you know, of course, <laughs> I wanted to be you know like Eddie Van Halen or something. Right. But, you know, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I should have been Bit Montench. That was my thing I was talking about the other day. I was like, I should have learned how to be a good utility player instead of trying to be Steve Vai or Eddie Van Halen. But anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Let's get back to Darren. Darren, what have you got for us now? Uh, the second to last one that I'm going to go with uh, is the song Motorway to Roswell uh, by the Pixies okay. off of uh, their last official album uh, before they reformed, I guess, and started releasing new Pixie stuff. People don't uh, like those new albums, do they? Or do they? I, I've never heard, heard anybody a, rave about them. I heard one song called Indie Cindy that was really bad. And uh, I know you're a Weird Al fan. Oh, oh uh, dude, that they is... do the Pixies better than the Pixies do the Pixies now. Boy, with, no, with, yeah, that freaking song, man. First World Problems sounds. That just, was like my favorite song that year. Sounds like a deleted track from their last album, Trompe Le Monde. So, great, great. Uh, the song from that album is Motorway to Roswell, which I think is like kind of the pinnacle of their career, and really sounds like just a. That's a yeah. You're talking about songs. I wish I would have written. That's that would be one of them. Nice. Well, it's definitely been too long here on Rock Strikes 10, and the Pixies are finally back on the show, so check it out.
All right, Motorway to Roswell by the Pixies off Trump Lamond, right? Mm-hmm. You ever been to Roswell, by the way? I'm just uh, yeah, I've driven through there a few times now. Yeah, yeah. We're about to drive back through there, I guess, very soon. Yeah. yeah, let's go ahead and plug the tour real quick before we get to the last song. We, we, we must do this. Uh, what cities are you going to? Because, you know, I've got uh, listeners all over the country, so... <laughs> Let me, uh, yeah, we're going to quite a few cities. Uh, I know. Is there pinkishblack.com, right? No, there's, there's not. not. Well, there is, but there's nothing there. Okay. Um, I can tell you in just one sec uh, that yeah. I know we're starting the tour on the 20th, which is this coming Saturday in Denver. August, August uh, 20th, yes. And right. uh, Salt Lake City on the yeah. 21st. Yeah. Um, people out there. I'll, yeah. I'll send them down. Boise, Seattle, Olympia. These are all con- congruent dates or okay. consecutive dates. It starts on the 20th. So Salt Lake on the 21st, uh, Boise, Idaho on the 20. Well, it's the 23rd. Okay. Seattle, Washington on the 24th. Olympia, Washington on the 25th. Portland, Oregon on the 26th. San Francisco, California on the 28th. S- Santa Ana, California on the 29th. San Diego on the 30th. Los Angeles on the 31st, and Phoenix, Arizona on September 1st. All right. And you can find all that at Pinkish Black Band on Facebook. And, there you go. Facebook page uh, You can is, also is look at uh, relapse.com for Relapse Records, yes, and they'll nice. have that there as well. Ah, so a uh, western, southwestern tour. Perfect for August. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, good to get out of the heat. <laughs> it's really only one day. <laughs> yeah. One long day. All right. All last, right. last choice, let's make it count. Uh, to close this one out, uh, it's going to be Albatross by Fleetwood Mac, uh, wow. which is the original Fleetwood Mac lineup. Peter Green, right? Um, yeah, uh, they're, uh, they're the reason that I started playing music is because uh, I heard, for whatever reason, I heard the song The Chain and when I was about 10 years old and decided I really wanted to know how to play that song on guitar. Okay. And so I got a guitar and... Uh, about six months after getting the guitar, I got a, a Fleetwood Mac songbook from Camelot Music or Musicland or whatever it was at the North Hills Mall and uh, taught myself how to play the chain. And I how worked to play. at that store, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, for, uh, for about a month. Holiday help. Anyway, sorry. Nice. I didn't mean to hijack your... But, but, uh, but no, I learned... Uh, how to play a bunch of different songs out of, Fleetwood Mac, out of that Fleetwood Mac songbook. And uh, I remember my grandmother knowing that I like Fleetwood Mac, bought me a double cassette thing of Fleetwood Mac, but it was Peter Green era Fleetwood Mac, and I was only familiar with Stevie Nicks, Lindsey Buckingham era Fleetwood Mac. That must have really thrown you off It did, and it confused the hell out of me, and so much of it was like hard blues, I was just like, I don't really like this. Yeah. But then like, I kind of tossed it to the side, and then about a year later, I went back and listened to it, and came across songs like Man of the World, and uh you know and and sure, albatross like, oh, you know yeah. and uh when i heard that song finally it just really kind of blew my head off about what my perception of fleetwood mac was and uh yeah that's yeah. and this song still is like one of my favorite songs to listen to as i'm driving home from work or as i'm like getting on a plane and taking off and coming home from a job out of town it's kind of like closer of the day song so yeah good Perfect. way to close out the list Awesome. Fleetwood Mac, Albatross live version, right? Uh, or either, it, it... either or. I mean, I'm, I am I like the studio version, but okay. I mean, there's, yeah, no, there's no. good versions, too. There's also like a 10-minute version that somebody did that's really good. Nice. So, yeah. so what album is this off of? I don't even know. Okay, we'll yeah. find it, though. Yeah. yeah, so whatever you can find Albatross on by Fleetwood Mac. It's good enough for me, so closing off the show. Fleetwood Mac, check it out.
All right, closing off this episode, this Darren Beck-centric episode of Rock Strikes <laughs> 10 and his Desert Island list. I've really enjoyed this, man. I want to thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. And thanks for turning me on to some stuff that uh, even I was a little crude to. So, and I'm sure I'll speak on behalf of the rest of the listeners out there that you probably did the same thing for them. <laughs> I'm just going to assume that that's the case. Oh. Uh, but good luck on your tour, safe travels, and watch that three-degree heat. Yeah. Or, you know, three-digit degree heat, actually, yeah, I should say, yeah. because, damn, yeah, I've been through it, too, and, you know, we live in Texas, so we're kind of used to it, but uh, I'm sure the gigs are going to be great, and, uh, man, just keep doing what you're doing, and everybody out there, go buy anything pinkish black. It's, it's worth your time, and I've always <laughs> told my listeners and my friends, you know, with, with new heavy music, I'm really snobby about it, but... um you know, you guys got my air a few years ago, and I haven't looked back, and it's it's really quality stuff. And if you're a fan of heavy music, and you also love horror film score, I mean, that's the easiest Reader's Digest way to sure. describe you guys. Yeah. No, that's cool. You'll do no better than <laughs> Pinkish Black, Fort Worth's finest. So thanks again for coming on, Darren. And, Thank you. And turning us on to some good music. Sure. And uh, maybe we could do this again sometime. We'll do a other kind of centric list if you ever want to come back. Yeah, so. that'd be awesome. All right. <laughs> um, everybody out there, thanks for tuning in. Please go to cnjradio.com for every single episode of Rock Strikes 10, including the ones that iTunes have deleted. Really appreciate it. Also on there, a mutual friend of Pinkus Black, Randy Brown, the Synaptic Podcast. They've been on it. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to that. It's on cnjradio.com as well. Get an interview, and you can hear the history of the band as well as their previous band. Uh, also on cnjradio.com, you have Wrestling House Show blogs and Last Theater on the Left blogs. Chris's wrestling and movie reviews, and they're amazingly excellent. Chris, I hope you're doing well in Japan. All right. Extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Space Spirit out there in Brooklyn, New York. they got a new record coming out soon. They'll be on the show very soon as well. Thank you once again for the outro song. Always great, and I love it. Go to facebook.com slash band for more info. Do you have the actual link? Is it just find Pinkish Black on Facebook? Ah, uh, it's pretty easy to find, I think. Yeah. Look Pinkish up Black Band. Pinkish Black Band, yeah. yeah. Like the band, tell them the Rock Strikes 10 sent you. All right, until the next one, check out John on the next episode. Everybody else have fun. <laughs>